you've got mail. conversation i would say i'm phoning this one in but i'm actually mailing it in because today's topic that i have come up with is mail mail i've always been a big fan of getting mail Uh, i guess i'm not as big a fan now being an adult when most of the mail the mail is bills but i was a big fan especially when i was a kid of getting mail for some reason last week i suddenly remembered that i Ended up on the Playboy mailing list in, like, sixth grade. I started getting stuff in the mail asking me to subscribe to Playboy. My mother was not pleased. And I have been racking my brain, how did I do this? Because there was no internet. 
you know, there was some primitive internet. Okay, fine. You know, some people had CompuServe or some people had old Hayes modems and stuff. But I was not really internet-centric in the mid and early 80s. So I was trying to think, how in the world did I accomplish this? Uh, I would get, like, all kinds of mail every day of the week. And it was all advertisements. It was all... You know, asking me to either subscribe or to but to different magazines or to travel different places. It was really crazy. And I suddenly remembered this morning how I had accomplished that. Uh, many, many, many years ago, many decades ago, when you would buy a magazine, uh, typically there were these little uh, these reply cards in the back uh, that had numbers on them. And there was a key uh, somewhere in the back of the magazine, and what the numbers corresponded to were the businesses you wanted to uh, hear from or correspond with. You could do you could drop one uh, business card, in, well, not a business card, but like a reply card. You know, it's like the reply cards you get in magazines today, where they're just asking you to subscribe. I use them typically as bookmarks. But these were pre-paid postage reply cards that had all these numbers, and you would circle the numbers. And you could look at this key that was on some page in the back of the magazine, and it would tell you which business corresponded with which number, uh, and typically what page their ad was on in the magazine. So if you wanted Playboy magazine you could uh, to contact you, you could circle like 22, and it would say, oh, well, here's the ad for them. There, It's on page 140. Or, you know, IBM. If you wanted IBM to contact you, you could circle like 74, and their ad was on page 80. You know, something like that. And I would typically circle a bunch of the different ones. And any magazine that I would be able to get my hands on, if they had one of these cards in it, I would pull the card out, I would go through the little key, and I would circle whoever. I had mail from, you know, and I wish some of this had been saved, but I would regularly get mail from IBM and from Apple Computer and stuff. This is, you know, early 80s. And, of course, all of this is gone, even though I tried to... Uh, you know, keep it like under my bed and boxes and stuff. I'm sure it eventually got cleared out. I'm, I live in fear of finding some of this in the attic, though, as I have not completely cleaned out the attic yet. And my discovery that my mother was using the attic as some sort of a museum of pack rattery. <laughs> so it's possible that some of the mail could be up there. Uh, I just haven't found it yet. Uh, and it could be some vintage computer stuff. It could be who knows what. Uh, but I liked getting mail, uh, and for some reason that was just sort of this obsession I had. I would also pick up brochures out at different restaurants. You know, years ago, uh, different restaurants had uh, all kinds of brochures, and uh, they especially had the American Express brochure, and I don't know why, but for a while I collected those because the location of the restaurant would always be stamped on the back or printed by computer on the back, I guess, so they would get credit if somebody mailed in an application uh, from their particular restaurant, I don't know why I would do these things, but uh, I was really into brochures and uh, like going to the Welcome Center when we traveled, I always liked getting bucos of brochures. And, and if anything had a mail away, I would typically mail it away for more information and just get more and more and more brochures and more and more. It was just an endless cycle of stuff that would come to me in the mail. And this followed me all the way up into college. And finally, it started dropping off because, you know, I stopped responding, stopped uh, sending in new cards and stuff when I got into high school. So it slowly dwindled away. But every once in a while, something weird would come through the mail. And uh, 
That was always interesting. I also used to send mail to foreign countries for shortwave radio stations, and uh, I had a long-time correspondence. I still hear from them at least once a year with the radio station in Cuba, Radio Havana, Cuba. And uh, when I moved to Ohio after I got married... Years ago, they somehow found my address. I, again, the internet was not a big thing. It's not like I was emailing Cuba. And yet somehow they continued the correspondence and have continued the correspondence. I guess that mail gets returned to them and they update their records. And uh, they sent me they sent me records once in the mail. And I had to go down to the post office and, and fill out some form to get the records because they, you know, they, we don't do business with Cuba, at least especially not in the early to mid-90s. And I, and I think some of my correspondence with Cuba got me on some other special lists because sometimes my mail would come opened, <laughs> even if it was just advertisements. And you could tell it had been opened on purpose with like a letter opener. So I don't know that, you know, and a lot of the mail from Cuba came opened, of course. They would want to see what in the world you were doing mailing Cuba back and forth. But uh, I don't know what my obsession was. You know, I can't go ask young Jason, you know, why did you love getting all of this mail? I think it's the same reason I listen to shortwave radio and stuff. I just wanted to hear uh, voices and see messages from and see pictures from other places. I always had this obsession with being somewhere different than where I was. And knowing that the world was a very big world and there was a lot of potential for travel and a lot of potential to visit other places and hear, especially on the radio, hear other voices, uh, there was an excitement to getting correspondence, even if it was just uh, advertisement, uh, you know, advertising material and stuff every day or catalogs. I was on so many catalog lists. Yeah, it was not even funny. I'm sure the mailman hated me because there were days the mailbox barely would close. There would be so much junk stuffed in the mailbox. Um, it sort of reminds me of a Christmas story where uh, Ralphie was waiting to get the uh, decoder ring from uh, uh, little orphan Annie, and every day he would check the mailbox. Every day I would come home around that same age, and I would check the mailbox, and uh, I would be overwhelmed with, like, the Barnes & Noble mail order catalog. Before there was a store, Barnes & Noble was a catalog-based company, and you could order books through the catalog. And they would send me these regular catalogs. Some of them were some of them were quite large, and I also enjoyed going down to like uh, you know getting our catalogs from Sears and different stores when they had big like the Wish Book and stuff. It was just always nice to have some physical uh, thing that you could flip through, and it was exciting looking through the pages. You don't get that excitement with Amazon. It's overwhelming to me. You know, if you type in a certain item in Amazon, you have pages and pages of uh, things to scroll through and click on, and you could look at reviews, and it's just not the same as having the old catalog, the old wish book, and being able to circle the things you want for Christmas. It's not the same as adding it to a virtual wish list. You know, mail is dwindling now. I don't get near as much mail as I used to. Like I said, it's mostly things you don't want, like bills and junk advertisements, you know, just uh, dumb things. And I, I, I don't solicit things anymore. Maybe, just maybe, if I went to Barnes & Noble, I could find magazines that still have the old uh, system in it, where you probably travel magazines. I know, like, Travel and Leisure was really big. You could... You could circle all the places you wanted to hear from that you might go. And I think I would just circle all of them. <laughs> so, you know, maybe that still exists uh, for some sort of, uh, you know, they're aiming for some sort of demographic that's not totally uh, internet uh, savvy. Who knows? Maybe it is still out there. Maybe I can still get on multiple lists. 
So that's that's what that was my uh, sort of thought there about the mail, my enjoyment of the mail. Oh, it's also when you order something. Let me say that in closing. I, I was always big on eBay, and uh, you know, one of the big excitements of eBay was getting things in the mail, getting you know stuff. It's always exciting digging into a package, but you know the the excitement does not last, and that's why I no longer am do do a whole lot of ordering and why I have backed off of buying things because I realized that the excitement of the package sometimes was more exciting than the object within, and then it would just end up on a shelf never to be used again but uh still, there's a part of me that gets a little thrill when I'm opening. The mailbox, hopeful that there's something cool in there, maybe something I've forgotten that I have ordered, maybe a cool little catalog I can flip through, a nice little distraction from our current world of scrolling. I hope things are going well for you. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on mail. Did did you say the 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 hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yep. Catch me outside, how about that? Catch you outside? What does that mean? What I just said. How about that? How about that? Yup. Sweet the we mix good. How about that? How about that? How about that? How about that? Catch me outside, how about that? Catch me outside.
we mix God. That's what I always do, and they never catch me. Ain't nobody gonna catch me. Because you're too streetwise? Yup. Um. Hey, it's your boy, MMD, with another garbage cast here at the Shoppers World Mall in Brampton. Uh, I guess it's Chubb Boy, actually, if you want to do it right. With this week's subject. Mail. Um, most of these as topics came in the last brainstorming session, so I'm still working through all of them. And mail has stumped me considerably as to how to make it exciting. So I have the 3D microphones. Um, I think I'm going to change up the order of this. I'm going to go to the post office first and then discuss the rest of the subject. So let's go with mail. Post office is always busy. Three things. Sure. Yeah, they're all going back to Amazon.
Okay. Take a lot longer. Turns out going on a Saturday was fortuitous. Pretty empty. One hunting. All right. So with our trip to the post office finished, let's talk about mail. I don't get much mail. Um, I don't write letters. I don't like writing. Uh, as a result, I don't receive a lot of letters. I do send stuff to people from time to time. And I feel like it's if I think you need something, I might send it to you. Very rarely, though, because people aren't expecting it. Um, and I don't want to make it a frequent thing, because I... last parcel I spent, I sent, like, like, 28 bucks or something. I sent, like, up in this brain, Jason, um, a bunch of little Toronto knickknacks. Uh, that I got free for my brother. So, I paid nothing for the item, so I sent him. Uh, magnets. Um, just souvenirs. So, I don't generally expect a bunch of mail. Um, so, I guess it's that second category of, of mail, better stuff. I'm keeping the car off so it's hot. I'm suffering from my art. Um, there's expected stuff, bills, pamphlets, coupons, propaganda, etc. And there's unexpected stuff. 
This is going to be fun getting out. Um, and that's where I guess letters come in. I mean, people used to podcast, uh, leave comments in podcasts, but I don't think that's the case anymore. Um, I guess you can send an email. which has forever attached itself to the dying art of, of the written word. Like the literal written word. Uh, and sending mail. But it's weird that I'm not, this is not a new sentiment, but it's an email. But it's completely disposable is something we the garbage cast are obsessed about the disposable culture disposable podcasts disposable content things that are designed to be thrown away um I've been listening to like old podcasts I pulled off of a computer that I'm junking I'm literally going through the process of cleaning and getting rid of garbage. So I found some old Moonmasters audio. I think I'm going to put some in here from one of them somewhere. Um, but that's not about mail. So let's get to the feedback. The only two letters I've ever received about podcast is one from Jason, open this brain at Christmas. Please pet the dog for me on the head. Uh, P.S. It's all about the pre, mid, post show. I say it's pre, post, mid. PPM. Speaking of which, how come I'm not on that show? Everybody else is getting an opportunity to guest on that show. Uh, and MD is not invited. I'm pretty sure it's because of the last two awful songs I picked or my musical taste but seriously at this rate Anthony Marco's once a year um, appearance with his own yacht but not during yachting season is going to be more frequent than mine I can pick any song you want to talk about or you can you can email, you can make an appearance, or I guess you can send a letter. And that's why I keep these things in my idea book. They are conference talismans. I keep them as proof of how and why I do this um, when it comes to the question of, is this worth it? Am I making an impact? And I don't care how small it is. That's not key here. If it's fumes, it's really hot. Um, like the amount of people, it's just the fact that I'm having an impact. Um, 
I guess that's what those comments were all about in the beginning. The second one is a postcard of Nashville. Now, it's kind of neat. I've never been to Nashville. I don't think I will. Last time I was in the U.S., someone yelled at me, you think this is a fucking game? And no, the U.S. is no joke. It's not a game. So, I'll just stay up. That, and I'm not into travel. But it's a postcard. It's got the Silver Dollar Saloon. And it's got its name from the Silver Dollars in the floor. Now part of the Hard Rock Cafe, which we don't have anymore. So it's even more interesting. Top of it says, engagement is proprietary. This is from a while ago. April 2015. So this is from when I was still doing uh, radio in Humber. But, uh, the date doesn't matter. It's the subject, obviously. So it says, MMD, my handwriting is as bad as most of my tweets. That's debatable. As I said, mine is barely legible. But mine versus, like, handwriting comparison with a third grader, it'd probably be, like, exactly the same. But I still appreciate all the favorites and engagement with an exclamation. You're welcome. I like to participate in Twitter, yes. Maybe a little too much, but I like it as a format. It really works for me. Except for the rampant underbelly of racism and hatefulness. But that's neither here nor there. What do you do? Oh, let's get back to it. Thanks for including me in some of your projects. I've always loved his participation in the stuff I do. That's why I made him a co-host of these conversations. I feel he understands the project as much as I do and is as invested I don't think I could do it without him. I think you have a great feature in audio if that's what you want. I, we all know how that went. Then it was specific feedback from that time. So the tribute podcast to Scarborough Dude and Dixon James when he was ending it was fantastic. A great tribute to him. I thought so too. I'm amazed that you haven't been doing this personal podcasting for years because you sound like you're totally comfortable and authentic. And I still struggle. Hope to see you in Hamilton. In uh, Hamilton in July. July 2015. Uh, I think that's why I keep this thing in my quote-unquote idea book that I've never written an idea in. And that's what gives me confidence. I've worked quite hard to get good at speaking off the top of my head. Uh, just coming off with the subject. And sometimes it doesn't work. And I abandon it. And I try again. It's like flow. 
And I know it's not for everybody, but I don't keep a journal. I don't chronicle ideas and, and how I keep track of everything is like on my phone or this podcast. So that one day when I lose a computer in the far, far future, I can go and check the emergency file stash that I have, redundant file systems, and then boom, have at least some working copy of this podcast, of my life, of these things that happen to me on a weekly basis. Some record. And I think that's the great thing about mail. It's having some tangible, permanent record of things. Maybe I'm not sending enough mail. I think. Maybe I should be communicating to you out there more. And I guess I should. But I'm trying my best. I'll keep it low. I I just need something so I can finish this. Um, I'll endeavor to do so in the future. So, this has been the Garbage Cast with MMD on the subject of mail. Another one is in the can. Dump it. All right, we're recording. Moon Masters. Happy New Year. Yeah. Year of the Dragon, Mickey. Is it? Mm-hmm. So do we chase it all year long is what you're telling me? <clears throat> yeah, well, last year was my year. The um, the year of the uh, rabbit. So I guess the rabbit's been chasing a dragon all year. That damn silly rat. You like to chase the dragon, don't you, Mickey? I do. Oh, miss. <laughs> chase the dragon. It's Bing Crosby's birthday, dude. Yeah. Um. So what's what's? Did you, did you yourself, and your family, mm-hmm. have happy holidays? Yeah, we did. <clears throat> Good times. Did did uh, Keiko have Kentucky for Christmas? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, actually, um, which day? On Christmas Day, yeah, I think they picked up some chicken. We had chicken, or they had chicken, I didn't. Yeah. I had pizza. Because you, you, you hate Christmas. I hate Christmas, and I hate Kentucky, so put it together. Yeah. I hate Kentucky Christmas. I don't understand why you hate your wife and your daughter so much by not having Kentucky for Christmas with them. I don't know. It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, you're such a bad father and bad husband. No, yeah, it's good. I had three days off and then uh, back at work for two days, and today is day eight of nine off.